0: Welcome to the Well Community Jokes. Think different. This was Apple Computer's advertising slogan from 1997 to 2002 as Steve Jobs returned to Apple to help it become the successful business that it is today. And following the Think Different campaign was the Get a Mac campaign. Ad campaign which highlighted Apple versus PC I loved those commercials the Mac was portrayed as casual hip hassle-free and for the creative types whereas on the other side was a stuffy troublesome non creative PC and my family always laughed at those commercials because they said it reflected my brother and me and the funny thing is it it actually does. Like I love Apple products. We are a Apple family. Whereas my brother, not so much. He's tried them, but doesn't love them as much as I do. So I guess we actually are the Apple and PC guys. And I'll admit, it was a brilliant marketing strategy. And I love the creativity behind it. But here's where I take issue with the contrast, the juxtaposition between the two, it's that, One is creative and the other is not. And I don't believe that to be true. We are all creative. Now, don't panic if you don't think that's you. If you're like, yeah, I've tried that, that's not my thing. I just think of Amanda who went into a kindergarten class one day and she was drawing animals and they were like, No, that's not a giraffe. (laughs) We all have our different talents, skills, and abilities, but we've been conditioned to think in terms of creative versus non-creative. But let me assure you of something, and this is what I want to drive home tonight, that you are created in the image of a creative God in order to create. You are created in the image of a creative God to create. And this is so important that you understand, that you you grasp this, that you don't miss out on the incredible opportunities that God has in store for you. Because if you don't see how you are uniquely wired to create, then chances are you're gonna sit back And just watch life pass you by. But you see, God has wired you, designed you, created you for a specific purpose and to create. He has created you to create. And I believe that missing out on this explains why many people have lost their passion and their sense of purpose they're asking what the heck am i here for and it's because we're allowing other voices other than our creator to tell us who we are or who we're not so we end up telling ourselves well i'm not creative they're creative but let me say this again you are created in the image of a creative God, to create. So rather than listening to the voices telling us who we're not, let's dig into God's word and discover what it tells us about our creator and who we are in him so that we can uncover our God-given potential. Genesis 1.1 says, In the beginning, God created. I love that. It goes on to say he created the heavens and the earth, but let's just sit with that for a moment. In the beginning, God created. This poem is found in the very first chapter of our Bibles. And in verses 26 to 28, it goes on and says, God spoke. Let us make human beings in our image, make them reflecting our nature so they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, earth itself, and every animal that moves on the face of the earth. God created human beings. He created them godlike, reflecting God's nature. He created them male and female. God blessed them. Prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge. Right from the beginning, We see that we are created in the image of a creative God to reflect God and his glory to the world. You are a reflection of God. That's incredible. Just take a look around at the creation that's all around us. And then think that you are made Not in the image of creation, not like creation itself. You are made in the image of the creator. You're made in the image of the one who created all of this. This is known as the imago Dei, the image of God. And what makes this so unique is that human beings are the only things created in God's image and with the breath of life. Genesis 2.7 says, The Lord God formed man, human being, from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. This is what sets us apart from the rest of creation and enables us to have communion and fellowship with God, the creator. I love how Emily Freeman puts it. When God spoke, the world appeared, but when he breathed, he made man in his image. And to think that you're not creative? Come on, I love it. But if you're someone who struggles with your creative side, or you may still be having trouble accepting the fact you even have a creative side, let me help you uncover just how creative accountants, cashiers, and moms and dads truly are. Now I'm picking on these broad categories because I have some experience with them and they're sometimes stereotypically considered not creative. We're often told that the world is kind of split between numbers people and art people. And I always wrestled with that because I loved math growing up, but I also had this real bent for the artistic side and the creative side. Before I entered pastoral ministry, I'd actually studied business accounting over at Mohawk College. And growing up, I loved numbers and math problems and problem solving. There was something just so satisfying about finally getting the right answer or solving what X is or balancing the books. It was just like, ah, I can breathe easy. And when I went into pastoral ministry and it was much more subjective and writing my thoughts and oh man, I have a hard time with it. That does not come easy. But you see, accountants have a knack for numbers and spreadsheets and seeing patterns within those things and then bringing them together in such a way that helps bring structure and order. And those things, structure and order, are not bad things, nor are they not creative. The act of balancing the books and creating a budget is a fundamentally creative act, which is necessary to help move things forward Whether it's personal finances, a startup business, a charitable organization that's making sure remote villages around the world have clean drinking water, a church, a Fortune 500 company, we need the creativity of those systems and structures in order to keep track of what's going out and what's coming in so that we can discern next steps in moving things forward and creating more. So if you are a numbers person, that's great. We need you. Know that you are creative in what you do and what you bring to the table. And think about the difference a cashier makes when they help you scan your items and then they ask how your day's going and they truly mean it. And then when they take extra care in sorting your heavy items so they don't crush your smaller items and when they make sure that you found everything you're looking for today. You've experienced that, haven't you? You can think of a time when someone just took that extra bit of care. It makes a difference. You remember those people. In fact, there's a Starbucks barista who works at the Starbucks close to us over at Stone Church in Paramount. And his name is Mason. And if you've been there and have had him serve you, I am sure you will remember him. Even if you don't know his name just by me talking about him, if you've had him, you will know. He has long curly hair and he uses his creative energy to make a difference in serving you coffee and making your day just a little bit brighter. I love when I used to be able to go over there and work and he just always wanted to get to know me. He took extra effort in making sure I had everything I needed and and just wanting to know what brings me joy, what I love about the community where I work, what do I love about the people I meet with. He cared and it made a huge difference. And moms and dads, especially the stay at homes or single parents who even before COVID felt like you were living the movie Groundhog Day because every day was a repeat of the day before. Let me assure you that what you are doing in raising your kids is so deeply connected to the ongoing creation of the world. What you're doing is fundamentally creative. You have literally created life or you have chosen to adopt creative life and you're nurturing those kids, those lives to become kind, compassionate, loving human beings that will one day reach their God-given potential that's found in Jesus Christ. All work is creative work. We may not all have the same skills or talents, but we all bear the image of our creative God. Author and entrepreneur Seth Godin puts it this way, art is when we do work that matters in a creative way, in a way that touches people and changes them for the better. You see, creativity brings us together. Did you catch what God said in Genesis 1? He says, let us make human beings in our image. Just as much as we're creative, created by a creative God to create, we're also created by a relational God in order to be in relationship with him and with others. Have you ever experienced being moved by a piece of art? It could be a picture, a song, a musical, a movie, a sermon, spoken word, a budget. Man, I've experienced this many times throughout my life. And in fact, one recent experience was when our summer intern, Amber, first sent me her resume. I hadn't met her yet at this point, but she took what's usually a bland Word document with just her schooling and work experience, and she organized it in such a creative way. And she used black and yellow throughout the document to just make it pop. And I remember thinking, like, this is so creative. Like, and if she's creative enough to do this with a Word document, what else does she have to offer the ministry that she'll be doing this summer with our kids and in our community? Wow, I was moved. Another experience that I had was in grade nine. I grew up in a musical family playing brass instruments, but I had chosen not to take band when I started high school. I, I wanted to take an art class instead. And my family was fine with it, although they played weekly at the church they were involved in, and, and the, my parents, my grandpa was a high school music teacher, and that's where my parents met in music class. Like it, There's history there. But I decided, no, nope, I'm gonna take art. But then, that Christmas, we had to go to my brother's school to watch his band perform their Christmas musical. And I still remember sitting back, listening to the music, and seeing this band come together and create a masterpiece. And I wanted that. I didn't just want the music. I wanted to be part of something larger than myself. I wanted to share in this process of creativity with others because we're not designed to be alone. We're designed to share this and be in life and relationship with one another creativity brings us together it moves us it inspires us it challenges us it changes us as we come together and reflect god's image and that's part of the beauty of coming together as the church is that again individually we are creative and we're wired to create but then collectively when we come together to be the hands and feet of jesus christ's bride We can reflect God's glory to the world in ways that none of us can do on our own. God has created us to be relational and to grow in relationship with him and with others. So don't sit back and watch life pass you by because there is unfinished business still left to be done. God wants us to know right from the start, Genesis 1, the first poem written in our scriptures, that at the beginning of creation, He created you to become a co creator of the world. That's right. God says, Prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, take charge. Or, do something with it make something take it somewhere enjoy it as another author puts it in this poem there are stars and fish and earth and birds and animals and oceans and they're all in the endless process of becoming it's not just a tree It's a tree that produces fruit, that contains seeds, that will eventually grow new trees, that will produce new fruit, that contains more seeds to make new trees. It's a world exploding with life and beauty and complexity and diversity. All of it making more becoming and evolving in such a way that tomorrow will be different from today because it's all headed somewhere. Wow. God invites us to keep moving things forward. The world is not static. Because if it is static, then the question becomes, what are we here for? Like, everything's created, Here I am, what's the purpose? But when we discover that the world isn't static, that we're being invited to become co-creators of the world, that God is inviting us to, to participate with him in the ongoing creation of the world, the question becomes, what are you going to do with this extraordinary opportunity? What kind of world are you going to help create? What are you going to do with all the creative power that you've been given? Now those questions are exciting. Oh man, those questions generate life. They generate possibility. They require innovation, new ideas, creativity. Do you see how it all comes together? We are created in the image of a creative God to create. Now, if you're older, let me beg you, don't hang up your skates. Don't sit back, throw up your hands and think you have nothing left to offer. Ho! that couldn't be further from the truth. You have loads of wisdom and experience that we all need. I still remember when we were meeting in a family room here in Binbrook before we launched officially as the church. And it was a lot of young families. And then Eugene and Rona came out. There were a couple who were in their 60s. And he said, I think there's a song on Sesame Street that says one of these things isn't like the other. And he said, that's kind of how we feel sitting here but don't get us wrong, we have youthful hearts. And I just remember saying, no, not. don't feel that way at all. We want you here, we need you here. What you have to offer us is priceless we're not here for young families or just for kids or for seniors we are here for the community of Binbrook to make jesus known so that he will transform lives and communities and it's by coming together and creating together and joining as the church that god can make his glory known in ways we never even imagined you are created for and invited to participate in the ongoing creation of the world you were you are created in the image of a creative God to create and each of us has been created with God-given potential we are sitting on loads of potential and we are sitting on the edge of what God wants to bring into existence in and through us, individually and as the Well Community Church. So I pray that as we go through this new series, Innovate, Uncovering Your God-Given Potential, that you'll continue to join us and that you'll lean into what God is saying to you. Because, church, we are embarking on a new season of life and ministry that's completely different from what we were used to before COVID. I know that seems a little scary, but things aren't going back to the way they used to be. And even if it was successful, to use that term loosely, sometimes success can make us become less innovative because we're like, okay, that's working but guys, I don't want to settle for, oh, that's working. I want to see God move in your life in ways that you never thought possible that will bring you into a life of freedom, of joy, of hope, of happiness, of this overflowing love for your neighbors and your community. I want to see God transform your life, my neighbor's life, the life of our church and community Guys, God is wanting to work in and through each of us and collectively as the church, as his church. Just because the season of life and ministry has changed, our mission hasn't. We are here to make Jesus known so that he will continue to transform lives and communities. But the way we do this is gonna look different. So we need to be willing to explore new ways of making Jesus known, of connecting with others and with God and in the ways we give back and how we grow and become disciples and followers of Jesus. 2020 is behind us, like, it's out of here. 2021 is halfway through. We are about to start a fresh new journey, embark on a brand new adventure of a lifetime and we need you. We need your creativity. We need what you have to offer. And in case you're wondering, what does Kevin have in mind? I don't have anything in mind. I, I don't even know all the details of what this fall's gonna look like. I'm not waiting to sign anyone up for something and, and rope you in and do the bait and the switch. No, I'm asking you to spend some time with God. Lean into him, talk to him, listen to him, and ask him to help you uncover the creativity that's already within you and how he would like to work in and through you to make his glory known to the world. What does this new season of life and ministry make possible? Remember, you are created by a creative God To create and the church is God's design he uses us as a church to be an expression of his love to the world so when you uncover how you're wired and what you have to offer it will move you to make a difference in this world You are a living piece of art. You are God's creation and he's saying, go on and create, enjoy it, do something. So friends, what's sitting in front of you, waiting to be brought into existence? What desires or passions have been rising to the surface within you? might be a book, a sermon, a song, a painting, a conversation, a phone call, a class, a cause, a job, a business, a life that is waiting to be brought into existence. Perhaps it's even a life you've been sitting on that's stagnant. And Jesus is saying, take the next step with me. Trust me. I'm about to bring you into a life full of freedom and marked by my love. The world is waiting for the creativity that you have to offer. And I know that may seem daunting and overwhelming like the world, so let me put it another way. There might be one person who needs your creative gift and to that one person, you'll make a world of difference. And to put it another way, I need you. We need you. Your church family and your Binbrook community need you. You are created in the image of a creative God to create. So what is it that's sitting in front of you waiting to be brought into existence? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, as we fix our eyes upon you, I ask that you help us uncover our potential. I've been so hesitant to speak in specifics because God, I don't know the specifics. You know how each of us are wired. You know the gifts and the talents and the abilities that each of us have. And I pray that God, you stir in our hearts, in each of our hearts, a passion for you and to make your name known. God, help us see that what it is that comes naturally or that we enjoy doing, the desires that we have, just might be how you want to use our creativity to keep moving the world forward. God, thank you for your gift of Jesus. The word became flesh. And God, I pray that as we are made in your likeness, that we also look to Jesus and become more like him. Oh, Father. Stir in us a passion for our neighbors and our community. Move us to move in new ways to make your glory known. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.